This week's episode of If You Ran Nintendo is brought to you by the fine ladies and gentlemen over on Patreon that have supported us for a while now. We love each and every one of you guys. So we wanted to offer a quick thank you to the gold producers that we have upon us. Andrew Semichek, Brendan Myers, James Johnson, Ryan Turford, Coach Timbo, Sheldon Benedict, Hyrulean Julian, and Dawn Becker. And then we have the amazing platinum producer, Mr. Mark Moody, the glorious one himself. And then our diamond executive producers, Bobby Miller, Lee Navarro, Ted, Corey Hicks, and Jonathan Brown. Thank each and every one of you. What is up, everybody, and welcome to episode 155 of If We Ran Nintendo. I am Bobby, the Nintendo Guru, joined by the greatest co-host in all the land, Mr. Sean Capre. Bobby, how are you, my friend? I just flew in. Boy, is my Nintendo Switch tired. Do you get it? Do you get it? No? No, Stop. Stop. No? I came from E3. I was in L.A. this week. I know you were. I, I was were. in. I was in your country, Bobby. It was very nice. Uh, it's always nice here. It was. It was. It was. Um, it was hot. It was hotter than I'll get out. I left my sweat in your country, so you can deal with that. Good lord! I had a good time, man. Played Nintendo games. Played some Xbox games. No Sony. Mm. Sony wasn't there, but you knew that already. Uh, missed opportunity. I feel. Maybe. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe okay. we won't. Maybe that's, that's a Nintendo that. PlayStation podcast topic. Perhaps, perhaps. I'm not invited on that show, though. Oh, here we go. You don't wake up early enough for that show. That's true. That's true. Uh, I don't even sleep. try it. I Look have to bags. get up. I got to get up bags. early. You might be getting less sleep than I am. I do. I am. I, what I, is I, wrong with you? I'm just a madman. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. Can you rest for me? Can you do me a favor and just get some rest? I need some. Well, I, I don't know, Sean. Can I? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> time is 11, now. 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I don't know. Can I? I don't know. We'll see. Sure, sure. I'll try, Sean. You know, let's just let's you just, go to sleep. You let's just keep sleep. adding topics to the to the, to the, to the show, and we're good is to that, go. Is that F bomb? Uh, almost, to- almost. <laughs> I caught myself. <laughs> uh, let's kick this episode off like we do each and every episode with our shout outs. I have nothing to geek out about. Absolutely I, nothing. I, There's I, nothing not to geek all. out about. Not no. at all, crybaby. Not even a nothing. <laughs> I played Link's Awakening at E3. Dude, I cried. I cried in front of two Nintendo reps. Did you really? I I was was overwhelmed, dude. You know me. Okay, you and I have talked about this a lot. 3D Zelda games, I I like them. I don't love them. Yeah. Top down 2D Zelda man, it is it is a thing of beauty and it is it it probably strikes like the most intense nostalgia chord in my heart. (laughs) Yeah. And I was I was missing Lincoln at home, and there I was talking about him. I'm like, I named my son Link, and then I see this cutesy little chibi Link, and it's perfect, man. Like, you're controlling your guy, and you do the spin move, and there's this little raccoon in the forest, and he sends you on this quest. And I just, I got in 15 minutes an amazing variety of environments and gameplay, and this game is perfect. This game is perfect. You guys have no idea what you're in for. It is like it's so weird because it's a it's a remake or a reimagining or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is on my like game of the year watch. Oh boy! I had just an absolute blast with this thing, and I, I dude, I can't wait. And it's coming soon, man. Yeah, man, real soon. Does that surprise you? Yeah, like the yes. timing of it. Yes. Oh, dude, I was it very is, I was, so good. Release dates wise, I was very shocked. 
You know, yeah. like yep. I really thought that I had it all figured out what the end of the mm-hmm. year was going to look like, and they just threw some curveballs in there that I just did not see coming. My heart is racing just thinking about this, thinking about my experience with Link's Awakening. This is this is the game that nobody was asking for. Nobody knew what the, was coming after Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. This is perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, I think overall, you know, we'll, we'll get to the shout-outs, but I, I feel like overall Nintendo did a hell of a job at really E3 did. this year. They really did. From from beginning to end, starting with the tournaments they did mm-hmm. and then to the actual Nintendo Direct, which mm-hmm. was longer than we had gotten in many years. It felt like it flew by. Uh, I, was oh, talking, I, was, I was talking to Mark Caravan today, and he was like, oh, you know, got a little weird in the middle, got a lot of Japanese stuff in the middle, but then they I really it, pulled though, it together. I, I, me personally, I loved it. Yeah. Um, but then they, like, pulled it together at the end. And I was like, dude, they didn't just pull it together at the end. They knocked it out the park. Mm-hmm. Like, no one. The thing is, it's like this. They, I think they, even though they delayed Animal Crossing, they did Where it the were they per- going to put it? Well, I mean, I, I could tell you where they could put it, but that's, you know. Um, um, well, we had a topic about that later. Yeah, but the thing of it is, is here's the thing. With the way it lined up in the direct, it was like you got upset, but then they hit you with two home runs right after yeah. that. And it was yeah. like, oh, my God. And then, like, not only that, what they showed you for the game blew you away. So it was mm-hmm. like, okay, you're upset you're not getting it right away. But then, like, oh, my God, it looks amazing. And then they come up with Banjo, which, dude, un- great reveal, believable, dude, mm-hmm. that that he is back under the Nintendo envelope. Like, holy crap! Like, amazing. And then they come with Breath of the Wild too, and I'm just like, wow! Like, I had been calling DLC all year long. Like, they're going to do a mm. big DLC, and then, boom, they hit us with brand new content, and I'm like, a brand new game. Is in development. Like you got to be kidding me! It's fantastic, man. Fantastic. I'm, I'm totally great with them continuing to do this. Like this game is in development, and then as long as they're sort of surprising us with quick release on it. Yeah. Like I mean, the Metroid thing is pretty unfortunate. I don't think that's what they intended. They probably intended on it being no, like yeah, it's in development yeah. and like maybe surprises, but then they yeah. canned it, obviously. So I mean, but I don't even honestly, I don't even want to get into that nonsense. Yeah. What I I'll tell you what I did today on the train. I made a list of the games that are coming out on Nintendo Switch. It's been a long time since I did this because I couldn't keep track of all this stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff, man. I had so to much. I had to make a list and then I had to differentiate and like plan out how am I buying these. I've got my voucher mm. thing. I got my two vouchers, so those are games that only I'm going to play. Yeah. Then there's uh, games that I'm going to be buying physical because I want to share mm-hmm. with Chelsea. So I got to figure everything out. And then there's a pre-order sale going on at walmart canada mm-hmm. and a bunch of these games are 65 bucks instead of 80 Ooh. which i don't know why that's like or even 60 dollars. that's like blowing my skirt up even yeah. though it's not a huge amount of savings yeah, it's just like well st- let's go but that's something man especially up there you guys are getting hammered with you know exchange rates and all that stuff so, so. between the between the vouchers and the sales like i can get four games for basically i'll get like four games for the price of three yeah and see it's you're getting a game for that. free pretty much yeah I'm getting twenty twenty five bucks off each one of those. I'm, I'm we've been down this good. road numerous times, and I've had enough of Nintendo of America and the nonsense they pull with these special editions and don't giving them don't give them to us. Oh, like yeah. I don't know if you saw the one that Europe's getting. Oh my god, dude, it's fantastic. The Switch? No, they're getting an art book. They're getting, oh yeah, oh, for the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the game, for the for yeah. Link's Awakening. They're doing mm-hmm. all this crazy stuff for the game. 
and here we're getting the art book, and that's it. I pre-ordered it. Is there a it. steel book that I saw? I didn't see that, a steel book. I, I don't know. know. I thought I. I think I, I saw a steel like, book for Pokemon, but I'm not sure. Oh, either. that might have been I what think, I was thinking. I think. Um, I'm getting Pokemon, dude. I've got yeah, Pokemon pre-ordered right I'm, now. I'm getting Pokemon. I already have. Which Fire one are you getting? I'm gonna get them both. You're getting both Pokemon games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course you are. Holy yeah. crap. You got to, I, dude. I picked up. What did I get? You got to get them I got, all, Sean. You got to get I them know. all. Well, that's what they say. If I can get, like, some. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> when well, listen, when you're, they when say you got to get them all, but the fact of the matter is I'll get about five and I'll stop. Yeah, exactly. Playing. Papa Capri gets some. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I got. What the hell? I don't even remember. I think I got the red one. Whatever the red one is. Is that sword or shield? I can't even remember. I can't remember. I, I was talking remember. to Matt Big Fat over on Twitch and he's like, I like the color blue so I got whichever the one that was. I'm like, I instantly regret my decision but yeah. I won't even be able to tell the difference. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But the, uh, I'm going to get that. I, I pre-ordered already Fire Emblem. Um, Did you? I, I pre-ordered a special edition. That so. gap in time changed it for me oh dude i mean that really did I'm that was because so i was just as worried as everybody else it comes out two days before yeah. my birthday these games typically come out around my birthday yeah so it'll be a gift to myself because as the man at the microsoft theater told me numerous times if you don't treat yourself you cheat yourself and when he said that the first time he thought that was the best thing ever <laughs> if you don't treat yourself you cheat yourself and then he looks over to the lady next to her and she goes did you hear that if you don't treat yourself, you cheat like two, five, ten times. Amazing, yeah. I, I, and a major. I want, I want Fire Emblem so bad. Like that, I was. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like I was kind we of all were. on the fence. We all. I was. Were, I was a little fatigued, mm-hmm. you know, from Fire Emblem, and then all of a sudden, man, I pre-ordered it just because I was like, I can always cancel it, and and special Same. editions for Fire Emblem, they sell out like crazy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. let me just get it. And then all of a sudden, man, I was like, I saw that, I saw that trailer, and I was like, I am so in, man. Yeah, it looks fantastic, dude. Even mm-hmm. the battling system and stuff, like, oh, I can't wait, I can't wait. So, is that your most like? Where, I oh, mean, there's, there's so much. Right, Astral right now, Chain, I'm Astral, hyped. Oh, Astral Chain looks so good too, man. Mm-hmm. But for me, right now, um, it's probably if I got to list like my top five, it's a. Uh, it's Fire Emblem, Link's Awakening, Pokemon, um, Astral Chain, and then Luigi's Mansion. Oh, really? Yeah. Did we get a date for Luigi's Mansion? No. That's no. weird, right? That's weird? I think it's weird. I yeah. Think it, I think it was a 2019. I think they're they're fine-tuning it. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately they would like to hit the October date. Um, but yeah, it's I not think strong it, enough I, to be December, but that's kind of what... It might it, wind up being December, honestly. Right? It's I think it is. that way. So we'll see. We'll see how it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm hyped through the roof, man. That, that, I want to know what people are, are pre-ordering out there. I want to yeah. hear that from people. Because I'm hyped, man. We don't have this really anywhere else. I, yeah. needed to, I need to get my spreadsheet skills out. Yeah. Um, okay, so shout outs. Because uh, we got way off the beaten path with that one. Hey, man, it's, uh, it's B3, baby. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. I want to give a shout out. Well, first I want to shout out and thank everybody that made E3 fantastic for me Mm -hmm. um there were so many people that first pre e3 guested on nintendo talk made Mm -hmm. those episodes amazing everybody loved those shows you guys next year i'm going to ramp it up it's actually got me probably going to do something pretty spectacular and going to get announced here really soon for nintendo talk moving forward i think everybody's going to like it when i finally reveal what i'm doing um and then 
just the the streams. I did one, I did Microsoft with Joseph Moran, and then like I just had other people popping in and doing stuff, and then the Nintendo one and everybody that came and supported the streams and were like hanging out. Like the Nintendo one, we killed it, man. Had so many people there. It was so much fun. Um, so thank everybody. And and you know what? Big shout out to Ribo too, who um, I was texting just before I went live with the Nintendo one because I ran into a little bit of a snag. And real quickly, he's like helping me through it and talking me through it as always. So thank you to everybody on that one. So I just want to, you know, that was my first shout out. Nice, man. Yeah, I, um, I as you may know, Bobby. I was at E3 last week, <laughs> and um, I was going to say I bumped into him, but we, we very specifically scheduled, and, and we did a meetup with Hoshue Ponce, mm. Nin Mobile News, and... Who's that guy? Hoshue Ponce? He's a, he's a good friend. He's a good friend. He, I hope he knows you're joking, because... You know he what, knows man, I'm was, joking. He knows I, I love him to death. I just wanted to give you that, that quick out, because I met a lot of people at E3. I bumped into people, and we took selfies, and we had great experience with um, everything that happened over at Xbox. But the things that were most special, the things that like, and I don't want to downplay anything. Like, it's all amazing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the thing, like, I don't know, man. I don't know how to say this without making other things sound like marginalized at all. But giving Hoshue Ponce the biggest hug was, I'll never forget that, man. Like, and I've known him for a long time. And him yeah. and I have had hour long conversations on the phone. He's been on We The Gamer Cast. Like, we've yeah. known each other for a long, long time. Yeah. And just that I'm right around the corner. I'll meet you by Capcom's monster hunter thing they've got this giant like ice sculpture and there he is and we give each other a big hug and then like we're just kind of like okay so how's your e3 and then we sit down and i'm like so how are you like let's yeah. let's talk man like let's yeah. that was the first like real conversation that i had with a human being yeah. other than like e3 is amazing and yeah. like gears of war 5 was awesome like and that was where that was once in a lifetime opportunity yeah yeah but like sitting down with hoshue ponds and going like how are you doing? Like, how is life? Like, let's, it was amazing. It was yeah. so great. So, you know, you and I, you and I have been friends with him for a long, long time. Yeah, and he's been very encouraging to us over the years. And Absolutely. I just wanted to put it out there that that really, that time that he took out of his day and his E3 could have been doing a million other things. And he, and he, he popped into the stream the day, you know, yeah. the day, and I even said like at the stream, he popped in, I said, guys, go follow an mobile news. Don't just follow him. Hit the bell because that's mm-hmm. the only way you're going to know all the stuff that's coming out. And you know what? Because of Hostway, because of the mobile news, I got all four Amiibo that got pre-ordered. Yep. I was able to order them all. And I was also to get the Link's Awakening pre-order. So mm-hmm. it's the thing, man. It's the thing. If you're looking for stuff, Nintendo, you want to know how I get everything? That's how I get it. It's not yep. a big secret. I mm-hmm. follow the guy. I hit the bell. And every single tweet he puts out, I see. And yep. then you know what? When he puts out a tweet that's saying like, hey, this is available for pre-order. Here's the link. I Boom. click it. I go. I buy it. it. And I don't ever sweat it. It's mm-hmm. Dude, the guy is so amazing, man. I know. I'm waiting for him to set up shop in Canada because I need that service here. I've got – I'm counting on Amazon's thing. Like the, yeah. the Link Amiibo is still you'll, not available here. You'll, you'll never get one from them. I know, man. That's so frustrating. I've got a Pichu and a Pokemon trainer on pre-order because I, I fluked out and I found it on Walmart and that's it. Yeah, I got both of those as well. I got all – I keep, dude, I got so many things. Oh, my – and everybody said Amiibo was done. Yeah. Well, you guys were sure of it. Well, no, 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 no. The Amiibo being done mean – Future from we knew the smash ones fair. were going to get more. They've already well, said Link, we're going to complete this. I know Link's Link the only Link's the only one okay. that's special. 
We're waiting to see what Animal Crossing does. I want to see more. Dude, there's Chomp Chomps. There's Mario uh, things there's in Link's so Awakening. Much stuff. Yeah, there's so much like, stuff you can do. Oh, I was like, I didn't know that. I'd never played Link's Awakening before. Yeah. And I'm rocking around like, what the hell is that doing there? And, oh, man, that's <laughs> such a great time. The uh, my, my next shout-out is to Nick Militia. Next oh, Level yeah. Kings. I, I just saw him earlier tonight. And, uh, dude, <laughs> he came to the streams, right? He was at every single one of my streams. Fantastic. Him and his wife watched every every press conference with me. And we're getting ready to go live on the Nintendo one. And he actually turned it on in his store. So he had me on the screen watching the direct with me live. He had some people there. Customers were there watching yeah. with him. And he's telling me to watch my language. And I'm like, listen, Nick, <laughs> something happens. I'm going to have to let loose. I'm sorry. And he's like, you can't. You got it. I'll have to turn it off. And this, and then someone in the chat who was in the store said, "Hey, his wife Jen said it's okay if you got a curse, curse." <laughs> so I said, "Nick, your wife said it was okay, so it is what it is." And then, uh, but the funny thing is this: I referenced about getting Amiibo Festival um, because people are breaking my tunes. I was like, "I got a brand new unopened Amiibo Festival here from Nick," and. JB's like, how much did you pay for that? I said, ten bucks. Pay ten bucks. JB's like, dude, he ripped you off. I paid five bucks at GameStop. No yes. way, dude. <laughs> so JB calls him out in the chat for everybody. So because of that, I said to him when I went up there tonight, I bought, I bought a bunch of stuff from him tonight, and uh, I said, listen, if you don't treat me right, I'm going to go tell JB. Oh he's gonna, gosh. And he's like, so JB, he treated me right, thanks to you. So there you go. I love it, man. <laughs> Holy cow. That's so funny. Man, I'm pretty sure I paid full price for Amiibo Festival. Oh, I paid full price the first time around. Oh, my gosh. I have two copies. I have yeah. the original, and I have an unopened one. Oh, then you're really winning. Yeah, well, I'm winning it all. Winning yeah, it all. obviously. So, yeah. Um, you have anything else? Or is that really? It? Well, I don't want to be. I don't think there's a need to be quick about this, other than to say Justin Mastin helped change my life, man. He gave me oh, an opportunity yeah. that I I can't even I can't even begin to try and describe how how amazing it was to be um, behind the scenes at Nintendo. Um, they 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 walked up and they're so nice. Of course, they're all Canadian. There's a couple French Canadians over there. There's some people from Ontario. They're all, all over. But we walk up and they say welcome and. Here's your boot. Here's your screen. They put a control in my hands, and then, and then Link's Awakening fires up, and mm. I, I bawled like a little baby. And that happened because of Justin Masson, and he, I mean, he trusted you, and he trusted the Mega Dads, and probably five, six other people before me. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, thanks for that. <laughs> it got to you. That's all that matters. It got to me, and that does it. Everything else is is a okay. All I can say is that I had such Luke and I both had such a genuinely wonderful time at that booth playing the games that our half an hour flew by, and at the end of it, I had um, two, three people from Nintendo Canada trying to figure out how we could stay longer. They're like, surely we've got a spot. Surely we can come. And the only time that they had was after we had flying home. So uh, they're like, like I think Destructoid was right after us, and they're like, maybe we could just like push it just a little bit. <laughs> no, they weren't. They weren't. But they were really genuinely. They weren't yeah. pushing anybody, but they were genuinely trying to get us there, like to extend our stay and That's figure awesome. something out. And it was so. I just, I just felt like I made some friends mm-hmm. and I got to play some games that were really meaningful. And all of that happened because of the friendship that we've made with, with, uh, and, and kept over the years, even though we abandoned our country and went to Ireland yeah. went to go hang out with 
Barry Dunn and everybody mm. else over there, all the Oompa Loompas over there. Good Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> our Oompa, our, I'm sorry, Aaron Doherty. <laughs> He's one. Don't worry about it. He's one. The only good one Wait, over there is Tammy. Did Tammy move to him or, or did Tammy, he move to Tammy? No, Tammy moved to him. I don't know why oh, she Oh, God. Did that. Oh, no. I don't know what she was thinking with that one. Um, I'm just kidding. I love you, Justin. Thank you for that, man. And and to Nintendo Canada. That was, yeah, amazing. Good Lord. All right, hurry that, up that, with yours. Dude, Do you that, have does, one more? that does sound amazing. Seriously. Um, okay, so what we're going to do today is we don't necessarily have a topic, and uh, if we ran a Nintendo topic per se. What we decided to do was we got we get so many great questions from our patrons over at Patreon, uh, and we decided that we wanted to grab a bunch of those questions and just read them today. And we're some of these answers are going to get long drawn out answers. Some will be pretty quick, but we have about eight or nine different questions that we're going to go through t- tonight. Um, so I figured, why not? Let's do it. So the first one that we have is from Tim Olf. It said, going along the same lines as my question above, Nintendo has been in business since nineteen or since eighteen eighty nine, one hundred and thirty years. In your opinion, what has kept them around so long, and what will they need to do to stay around for another hundred plus years? Uh, I think it's very simple. What I mean, because when they started off, they were a, a card playing company. Mm-hmm. Um, Hanefune cards is what they made. Uh, they were big in Japan. They still make them today. They they still do make them today. When you go to the Nintendo World Store or Nintendo New York now, uh, they actually have the cards there. You could buy them. Um, but they adapted, and that's the thing with Nintendo. Nintendo has always been a very conservative company. Mm-hmm. They don't like to take a lot of chances, big, bold chances. They're more than willing to to lay back a little bit, make sure everything is perfectly laid out before they make that step. Uh, examples of that is online play and HD, where they were the last ones in the doors to both of those. And they still haven't perfected the online. But as far as HD, like it took them a while to get there. But to be fair, they were doing it better than anybody else that was there before them. They were able to do stuff with their hardware that the other two companies were struggling to get to happen. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're perfectionists. They don't ship broken games. They don't ship half-assed games. And it's it's something that I, me as a Nintendo fan, I love. And I think the way that they the way that they stick around for another hundred years is they don't change necessarily. Like we want them to be in the arms race at all times. And they got into the arms race one time and they, they lost and that was with the GameCube. And I think they learned a valuable lesson from the GameCube to the Wii. And they're doing it again with the switch is they don't have to be the most powerful unit out there. They just got to produce great games Try to do the things the best of their abilities, and everything else will work out. I mean, the thing that they do, and it's caused them to sue people, and it's caused them to maybe do things a little bit crazy. They love their product, yeah. and they love the people who buy them. I think that's probably the thing that is throughout all the changes, all the Wii's and the mo- and the uh, Wii remotes, and the move controls, and motion controls, and the cards and arcade systems. They know the value they maybe even overvalue themselves yeah there and that allows them to drive a ton of profit their games never go down Mm -hmm. their systems very rarely aside from maybe like the 3ds 
they'd never drop in price significantly. They value, they keep their value and that drives so much revenue for them and they value their IP. They, I think that they respect their IP more than, more than Sony and certainly more than, than Xbox. And that creates this like core that's like impenetrable. You can't, you can't sway that. You can't move them from their path because they have like their core values are from a business perspective are unshakable. So I think that's, that's part of it. So I don't know necessarily that we're going to get into like what, tactical kind of things or what's the new gadget or technology that they need to stay relevant over the next 100, 130 years they're the house of mario it's it and as, and as long as they value their their properties their franchises and the the products that they put forward they're going to be around for a long long time man i think what they're doing right now is setting them up to be around for 100 years yeah and that is they're taking their ip and they're cashing in on them they're taking the IP that they built over the last thirty years and going, we're gonna we're gonna future proof these characters. Mm-hmm. In the same way that Disney has, they are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. They are merchandising them, they're opening stores, Disney stores. Now yep. we have Nintendo stores going up all over the place. Theme parks, Disney's been doing it for years. Here comes Nintendo. Uh movies, here comes Nintendo this year. Or in the next year, year or two, with movies, it's it's something that they see other companies doing, and they're going, okay, we need to branch out and open our business up, get yep. our tentacles all over everything. And a few years ago, when Iwata said, "Hey, if you have a company out there and you're interested in doing business with us, please reach out to us," mm-hmm. and people thought, like, "Oh, please, Nintendo, you're not going to really go full," and they've showed. Mm-hmm. That they go have gone full bore and accepted all kinds of offers. They're listening to every offer and they're weighing them out and they're going what works, mm-hmm. what doesn't work. And to me, it's solidifying their future. Well, it I think it 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 speaks to their the surface level is changing, but their core is still the same. Their core, like I said, is is centered on families. And so with Xbox and PlayStation, I think centering on like hardcore gamers, whatever that even means, mm-hmm. those people are very flaky, I yeah. think. But family will always be there. People yeah. will always be having families. There will always be moms and dads, moms and moms, whatever, having ki- kids who need to be entertained. Yeah. And that's where they count on those franchises. So they, they've just they got their vision locked in, man. So yeah. that's I think that's good. I agree. I agree. Uh, next question comes from Bobby Miller. And he says, if you ran Nintendo, would you finally <laughs> call out PlayStation for the Move controller? I mean, we all know it's a Wii, a Wii controller with Motion Plus. Hashtag honesty. So my thing is, is I wouldn't call them out yeah. for the move. Um, I would call them out for PlayStation All Stars. Um, <laughs> I would I, battles. I would. I would pick. Okay. I would. I would just everything. Bobby, everything mm-hmm. that they've copycatted over the years, I would yeah, grab the them and I would beat them down and just mm-hmm. hammer them away. You know what I mean? Like, what I would do is I would do a poster of Nintendo's hand holding the Nintendo Classic. Oh, my God. And then yeah. PlayStation holding the PlayStation Classic. Mm-hmm. And then the final poster with a hand holding a hand giving a middle finger and going, <laughs> oh, okay. we, know, we know how to sell. Like this, you guys, this locks into my previous comments about locking in you know, core values and family. And well, stuff. you know, yeah, you, no, bang on. Yep, yep, totally. I, okay, I wouldn't do that. Well, you could do something like that, throwing it into the garbage yeah, or throwing I'm, it in the I'm trash. Being or I'm being facetious. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think that 
they don't need to call them out for it. I think Nintendo just ignoring it, we talk mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. The fans talk for Nintendo. And it's, it's obvious what the move is. It's obvious what PlayStation All-Stars is, the classic, mm-hmm. everything. You know what I mean? Like, Nintendo created the Rumble controller first, and then PlayStation copied it. Like, PlayStation has copied them since the beginning of gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's you know, it is what it is. And, and Nintendo always rises to the top at the end. Like, they're, they, they have the ability to do some fantastic stuff with their franchises that will always do some stuff. And and, and I'm sitting here telling this to a to a, a Sony pony. So I don't know yeah. why, you know, he he loves Sony. So I don't know why he's I mean, he knows it. He knows it, man. It's undeniable. I know. I love when he comes to the streams and talks about how great PlayStation All-Stars is. I'm like, that's you amazing. Be, you be You'd be a big daddy from BioShock, Bobby. Did you know that? Ooh, wee. <sighs> you know the game that started as a 360 exclusive? <laughs> no. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love you for yeah. Joseph. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, next one comes from Lee Navarro. Uh, games not on Nintendo platform that you think would perform perform well setting aside hardware requirements. So if we were to say, like, what games do we think could come to the Switch, mm-hmm. perform well, yep. regardless of whether it could ho- handle it or not? I think... Yep. There's a couple games in my mind right off Jump Street. Uh, three games. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Sea of Thieves would do re- really Ooh. well on the Switch. Um, I think. Uh, good God, um, I got the, the, Arkham, the Arkham series. I think would do. Oh, sorry. Really, uh, that's fine. I, I think the Arkham series would do really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What's your other one? Overwatch is is mine. Um, but they need they need to figure out the voice chat business. Yeah. But Overwatch is a great game. Another game, Bobby, that I just got from the from the library that I'm looking at right now. Uh, this game is messing with my brain. Tetris Effect is phenomenal. Yeah. And I don't think you need to ignore any hardware requirements. I think this would work absolutely perfectly. Yeah. Um, this game would perform exceedingly well on the Nintendo Switch. I, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other game that I think would do incredibly well, regardless, is Grand Theft Auto. Think, oh yeah, I think that's man. a game that I don't understand why isn't there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, and the reason why I say the Arkham series beyond that is I think that the Rocksteady has done a fantastic job with their series mm-hmm. and their games and all that stuff. So I think that eventually that will come. I believe that Witcher Three is kind of the test. What yeah, that does, if that sells really well, then I think WB goes okay. Let's pull the trigger. Let's get these. You know, let's get these games over on the Switch, finally. Do you think that there's going to be another Switch released in between now and then? It's like, Switcher's coming out in a long time. Like, it's not until next year, next spring. Yeah, I think I think, I think what's going to happen is uh, probably the first Direct of the 2020, so mm-hmm. in January, February, Nintendo will roll on a new, on a new Switch. They that got, could they, sell it. They have to do it after, they, I mean, they have to do it after Christmas. They don't want to. Yeah. They don't want to eat into their sales. Yeah. So, because if they announce something between now and Christmas, they're done. I totally agree. People will stop. They, they won't buy them for Christmas mm-hmm. because they're going to wait for the new one. So, I think you do it right after Christmas in January. You announce, hey, we're going to upgrade the Switch. We're going to mm-hmm. do this with it, and then, by the way. Um, we're going to basically have bundles with Witcher 3, with Animal Crossing, because I really believe 
Animal Crossing is going to be to get a bundle with a new Switch, no doubt about yeah. it. I really, I really believe it. Well, I think part of me, because part of me, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, that's okay. Part that's of me thinks that the, that's part of the reason for the delay is I know what they're saying for the crunch and all that stuff. I think that's just yeah. good PR Convenient. and all that stuff. I, I think I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think ultimately what they're thinking is is we push it. Animal Crossing is a, is a console seller. So if we could put mm-hmm. it out with a new console, it, it gets us the ability to sell the new console and people not fight us on it. Yeah. And then we turn around and we, we do, you know, the new console yeah, me- as well. Meanwhile, this is going to be like every day the console becomes more and more profitable for them to sell. The parts yeah. become cheaper. Their manufacturing becomes more streamlined. So this year they're going to sell a boatload of the most profitable switches that they ever did. So yep. don't steer clear from that. Next year you start to have some of these other maybe like somewhat like next gen feeling type of experiences mm-hmm. like like Witcher. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else, but I think that pretty much – Ori is another, like, is a classic. It should, like, Nintendo fans would go crazy yeah. over Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but, like, I see some of these games coming to Switch now. Yeah. And I'm floored yeah. Oh, by yeah. how good they look. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I still can't believe these games are playing on a Switch. It mm-hmm. blows me away. And I'm like... Man, this is just nuts to see. It's good that you're still like that because I think a lot of people have become very complacent very yeah. quickly. It's like Skyrim came out and then Doom and Wolfenstein. They're like, well, anything can. Yeah. Like, that's not really the case. Like, but you look still, at the it's, new it's Doom. You look at the new Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Like, they look fantastic. Day day. Day Mortal day. Kombat. Mortal Kombat day and day. I mean, dude, it's just blowing my mind mm-hmm. how – like Hob, right? Um, I don't know if you saw this game. Hob comes out, and it's it's not graphically intensive, but it's a really good game. It feels yep. a lot like a top-down Zelda game. And Panic Button did the port on it, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody said how horrible the port was, that when you played it handheld, it was all just choppy and stuff. They went back and fixed it, and it's perfect now. That's amazing. And it's like these studios are just killing it. Like, dude, you look at, uh, you know, what, what's the one that – uh, Ninja Theory just did Hellblade. Hellblade, dude, that looks fantastic, yeah, man! Dude. Like this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm just an idiot. I don't know, but I just think I'm I'm floored by how good these games are looking. I think well, you know what they did. Job. Nintendo did this thing where they're like, nobody is noticing the difference in like very minor upgrades. So they're like, who cares if you'd notice? That means people don't notice a minor degrade. Yeah. quality yeah so they're like everybody's fighting for like an extra frame or two or an extra couple peas and they're like why spend our time and resources there back it off a little bit nobody cares yeah nobody and cares. then that's just like holy crap it's this magical thing i think they're also starting to realize like as long as you just keep the frame rate solid yeah people are okay with it if the yeah. graphics don't look as great i've always been like that you definitely know? so yeah i, I, think I, I stopped dead in my tracks if those if those frame rates yeah halt. yeah Good question, Lee. Uh, definitely, Lee. Uh, next one is from uh, Mr. Todd Oxtra. Uh, time out for topic by Todd Oxtra. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> now that Microsoft and Nintendo are best buddies, what would you like to see Nintendo do for Microsoft as a thank you? Samus armor in Halo, Link ship in Sea of Thieves. Uh, nothing. We don't owe Microsoft anything. <laughs> Microsoft owes us the world for everything that we've done for them. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think Nintendo... No, I, I think at some point Nintendo does something. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be let's be fair. Let's be realistic here. Nintendo, by putting Banjo in Smash, 
has done something for for Microsoft. I would agree with that. If Microsoft is at all smart, they will jump all over a new banjo right now mm. and make it happen. Because yeah. if they are smart and they're looking at the tea leaves and they're seeing what putting Mega Man in Smash has done, putting Cloud in Smash has done, every character. Look at Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem, right? Fire Emblem. Single-handedly re- resurrected that damn yeah. series. Yeah, like look mm-hmm. at Castlevania. Like they're mm-hmm. actually putting out Castlevania yeah. collections now. They're, they, all these companies are starting to take advantage of their character being in Smash because all of a sudden they, they realize – these Nintendo fans are rabid for mm-hmm. our games. Can I put out a new... Everybody's figured out all the next Smash characters, and, and most people are, are drying up on their ideas. The, the well is dried up, Bobby. The next character that I want for in Smash Brothers are the hockey players from Blades of Steel. Get out of here. And Let I you want them to watch your... And they punch each other. They should be, they should be <laughs> trophies. They should be assist trophies. Oh, my God, dude. That would be so great. They'd skate out there. I tell you what I want. Um, I want to see Master Chief. I don't. I don't care about that. I know. I want to see. That. I want to see Master Chief. I want to see Master Chief because I feel I mean, like there have been a few things. I feel like I'm having sorry. Snake. I feel like having Snake in there. Yeah. just makes him fit. I mean, there's yeah. No, get get a Gears of War Lancer up in there and have him get out of chop here. Kirby up in two with a chainsaw gun. Oh, well, that would be. Oh, um, is that the sign for the scene of the show? No, that's not the end. No, we're, we're, <laughs> I know too early, too early. That happens sometimes. It's okay. Um, um premature. But inter- Mario has been in Minecraft, right? Yes. yes Mario yes. Is, has. Which, by the way, I played Minecraft Earth behind closed doors. <clears throat> Dude, it's gonna blow your mind. Really? It's gonna blow your mind. You build a little like my, like like it's, it's like Lego like yeah, it's Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. You build your little set on the table, and then you go like I want to live in that, and then you go like, and it's your whole world, and you live in it, and then you and I can play together. And when I see you in my phone, it's got a little like dash. It says like Nintendo Guru. It's got your your gamer tag up there. Oh man, dude, it is unbelievable. It, it is out. gonna blow your mind. Um, I want uh, to answer Todd's question. This is like totally never gonna happen in a million years. But I'm just playing the Lego Speed Champions on Forza Horizon 4. I want Mario Kart DLC in Forza. I want that some sort of like cool. Mario level if it's just a, a track or a couple of tracks or something like that. Dude, that's how I that's how I'd do it. That'd be pretty cool. That, that would, would be, be amazing. Cool. Yeah, I'll give you that. That'd be pretty cool. Thank you. Um Grouchy Surge is next. Should they bring games like Arkham Blackgate and Assassin's Creed Chronicles to the Switch? Um How about Elder Scrolls Blades? Grouchy search. I to uh, my thing is this. I would say no, and the reason why I would say no is I like I said earlier. I think the Arkham series w- would be fantastic on mm. the Switch. I feel like they could definitely do something there. There's no put it this way. There's no reason for Arkham Asylum and Arkham City to not run on there. They they they're 360 PS3 games. Yeah, they're on the Wii U. Yeah, so they can play on the Switch. They should bring those over, definitely. They really should. And then they should find a way to bring the Arkham Knight over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could run. It'd probably be a bit of a downgrade. It'd be pretty tricky, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, like everything else. Bring Arkham about. Origins as well. But I, those are the games I would bring. I wouldn't bring that mm-hmm. game. I played that game on the 3DS. I hated it. I thought Did it was you? horrible. Well, I, was it 3DS or Wii U? I think it was on the Wii U. It was bad. It was so bad. I mean, it couldn't, it couldn't hurt. The the thing that hurts Nintendo is when that's all you get. Yes. When you, everybody else is getting the big, like, AAA yeah. thing, and then Nintendo gets the, I don't know, is it a handicapped? Like, yeah. It's a, 
It's Gimp. a golf term. It's okay Gimp. to say that. Gimp version. Gimp version. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you can just go right there. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's what careful. I've always known it is. I don't know. Yeah. It's, All right. Yeah. Jersey. Okay. Hey, man. That's what it is. I like it. Hey, okay. I like it. Okay. So Brendan Meyer says, if we ran Nintendo, would you entice people to buy online by including a free Zelda like or Mario? Or would you allow a game sharing like Xbox between two or three Nintendo accounts? Um, I, I say, why not do both? You know, give people mm-hmm. the option. Say, listen, you could do one of two things. You can, if you are a single player like me, you can get Breath of the Wild or Odyssey for free. And if you are a, you know, kind of like maybe like a game, not like a game, but like an Xbox Live or a PlayStation, mm-hmm. Pl- PlayStation Plus thing where they give you a free game, go, hey, and like Tetris, you know, we get the Tetris 99. So do that and say, go, here, you can have this. Or if you're a family member player, you can actually just transfer games between because you can't do that right now. No. So you could just say to them like, "Hey, listen, you got one of the two benefits. What do you want?" And you pick. And if you're a family share thing, you could transfer titles. And if you're not, and you're a single person like me, and you just got the one, hey, you can have one of these two games for free. Now, don't get me wrong. I've already got both games, and I would go. There would be a million people to go like, "Well, this is stupid. Why do I get this?" So you basically just say to them like, "These are the games. This is what we're offering. It's part of it." Take it or leave it and just be done. Mm-hmm. This this one frustrates me quite a lot, actually, which has to do with the thing I launched into at the beginning of the show is like where I've got to figure out which games I'm buying physical, which games I'm buying digital. And like Chelsea and I, we share games across consoles on PlayStation and on Xbox. And then when it comes to Nintendo, we got to think long and hard about it. And all I got to say is Nintendo's lucky I want those games so bad because I don't give that kind of thought to anything else, yeah. man. Yeah. Like I really... Uh, I, Mario Maker, we got physical. Link, we're going to get physical. Pokemon, probably digital, because, like, she doesn't care about it. But, yeah. like, man, it would just be nice if it just... All it is is you're... Like, I'm lending you a game. Yeah. But I'm not giving it to you, because if I'm going to play it, then, like, my account kind of kicks it over. So I get a little bit frustrated by this, but I don't think that there's really any monetary incentive for them to do it, because it's... We're going to be buying two copies yeah. of Animal Crossing, man. Like, that's where we're yeah. going to be at next year. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough one because as a gamer, I want that. But I don't understand how that's benefiting Xbox or PlayStation to give us that courtesy. Can I be honest with you for a second? I am if, – if Nintendo puts out a new Switch for Animal Crossing, which mm-hmm. I'm probably 80% sure they're going to do, my game plan is to buy that. And then to buy an extra copy of Animal Crossing. And it'll be all digital. But one will be for the old Switch and one will be for the new Switch. And I'll have You're two You're okay, though. You're okay now. Yeah. You can, like, I can go on to Chelsea's no, Switch. No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I want to have two separate accounts and I want to have two towns. Oh, my God. You're insane. One will be my streaming town. And one will just be my chill you out. You are insane. Oh, my gosh. Look at that face. Jesus loves me. <laughs> I guess he does. Yeah, he does. You're very blessed, Bobby. Um, okay, so we got one more for uh, Brendan Myers here. Yep. And he says, if we ran Nintendo, what would we do to entice gamers to pre-purchase games instead of leaving chance for games for gamers to change their mind at the last minute? So you mentioned it earlier, and you were like the vouchers. Vouchers. Um, I, I I'm with you on that one. I feel like mm-hmm. with the voucher system, it it just lends itself to make people go like you're saving so much money on it. 
Let me pull the and trigger. You, and there's no bother waiting for the price to go down. This is as good a deal as you're getting. This leads in. That's what I was kind of mm. saying before. Like, people know what to expect. When you go to, a, like, the Days Gone, which is a PlayStation exclusive, mm. it is half price a month after it comes out. That's ridiculous. Come on, man. Like, that's not respecting the people who bought it. Those no. are your those are your people who are singing your praises about the exclusivity yeah. of the games that you're coming out with. Like, that, you can't do that. They've been you doing get, it a have, lot lately. No, I know that's crazy. Like the third parties, you guys do whatever you need to do. But yeah. I feel like the things that are are uh, exclusive, the first party stuff, those should hold value kind of forever. Yeah. But I don't know, well, man. Um, listen, the thing of it is, is that's why you know I don't mind trading my Nintendo games in a GameStop because I know I'm going to get top dollar for them. You are, yeah. You know, you you trade in like you trade in a PlayStation game, you get like a buck or two. Mm-hmm. But you trade in Zelda, and you're still going to get fifty, sixty bucks for that thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nice. So, anything else that would that comes to mind to, to entice gamers to pre-purchase? I think like limited, making like the limited nature or limited edition stuff is is huge. They've kind of been steering away from that. I think people got a little sour yeah. about amiibos, um, and it's probably difficult for logistics to arrange exclusivity across various retailers and whatever. But I think that would probably be part of it because there's no, there really, Bobby, there's no point in pre-ordering, no, especially digital. Yeah, but if you can like what Walmart Canada did is they they had a limit on the number of pre-orders that they were giving at that price. And I think I would copy that model as yeah, well. Yeah, that um, or my friend Pedro. Soon, soon there's a, I think it's a fifteen yeah. percent discount to buy early. Jules Watchum did that same yeah, thing. Yeah, so there could be there could be that because once the thing goes live, once you have like day one and it launches, price goes back up. Yeah, and so you are incentivized to keep, maintain your pre-order because if you give it up. You change your mind, it's going to cost you 20 bucks. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with so, you. There you go. Um, let's see. Tim Wolf. If you could go back in time and change one thing in Nintendo history, what would it be? Mm. I think it's very simple for me. And that is the Nintendo PlayStation. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have embarrassed Sony the way Nintendo did. Mm-hmm. I would have just not done the deal. I would have said to them, this deal is bad for us, and it's great for you, and we understand what you're doing, we just don't want to be a part of it. Because you, do you think it lit a fire unnecessarily? Oh, absolutely. Like they could have still split, but yeah, absolutely. got egos involved. Yeah. What they should have done is they should have had a meeting and said, listen, we looked over the contracts, and we mm-hmm. realize now that we're getting ready to get into a bad deal with you. And and mm-hmm. for those that for those that think that Nintendo was out of line for what they did, the only thing that was out of line is the way they handled it. The way they did it, yeah. They they were not out of line to get out of that deal. That deal yep. was so bad for Nintendo. PlayStation was set up to just make print money, and Nintendo was going to lose licensing on on a lot of how Nintendo makes their money was gone, mm-hmm. and they caught it at the final hour. And then rather than just being men about it, in my opinion, and pulling Sony into an office and going, guys, we've we've looked at the numbers. This doesn't make sense for us. We're not going to go through with this deal. They decided to embarrass them. Mm-hmm. And I think what they thought was, because let's be, let's be fair, Nintendo had a lot of swagger back then. Oh, yeah. They were kicking Sega's well, butt all over the, the place. Show. They were basically the only game in town. And mm-hmm. I think they believed... That if they basically threw their muscle around and bullied Sony, that Sony would 
tucked her tail between her legs and run the other way back to televisions and computers and stuff and not mess with. And it did the opposite. It actually made mm-hmm. them get fired up. Actually, they started to look at working with Sega. And then they went after some of Nintendo's top franchises and got those companies to come over to, you know, I think Nintendo undersold the idea of how abusive and bullying they were with their third parties and all those third parties. And retailers. And those third parties all started jumping ship. Yep. So Yeah, I I can't disagree with that Um, for the sake of adding another moment in history that was regrettable was, um, I mean – this show wouldn't exist without it, but the Wii U yeah. was pretty regrettable. Yeah. But this is this show exists, and I, I said this to, to the reps at Nintendo. I was like, we do this podcast that like started out as a great idea because <laughs> Nintendo wasn't doing so hot back in the Wii U days, but like now everything's great, so yeah. we just kind of hang out. Um, but the Wii U is no good, man. The I wouldn't name it the Wii U. I wouldn't message it the way like I would redo the the rollout. I think that the system itself was fine. Yeah. But. I think we've we've kind of beat this horse to death yeah. a number of times, but I would I would change quite a lot about the Wii U. I would yeah. still want that system to exist, but in a number of different ways and rollouts. I mean, I'm I don't know, man. I'm I'm in the mindset that I love the Wii U. I think the Wii U era had some of the best games in gaming. Um, but again, like I think it has to do with how much momentum did PlayStation carry up because nintendo was up against the ropes yeah like imagine if the wii u built actually built off of the wii like and they went from a hundred like a hundred million plus units to 150 and like and it worked out the way they probably imagined it should have then you don't have xbox doing the crazy stuff that they're doing and playstation doing the things that they're doing like if they would manage to carry that through and dominate the market so that people were like i just need my nintendo wii 2 or whatever that ended up being dude it'd be a different story um yeah, I agree. And and the thing of it is, too, is that, again, Nintendo went in a little egotistical coming off of the mm-hmm. Wii mm-hmm. and just thought, we just need to just throw out something new and everybody just like will Xbox buy it. Did. And, Man, they, and, they, and they had. What is the, the next gen going to be like? Who's who's the cocky one at this point? Oh, Sony by all. Definitely Sony. I, but is it going to cost them? Like, I can't I think it's all. I think something. it's already costing them a little bit. I, mean, I think people yeah. are very leery about what the five is going to be and what they could do. Now, don't get me wrong. You got a lot of, I'm just going to say it, you got a lot of idiot fans like Joseph Moran. Oh, that's, wow. <laughs> I'm not just kidding. Straight now, up. I'm just kidding. Now, you, you have a lot of Sony fans that are just going to ride or die. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're going to buy it no matter what. But I do believe that crossplay hurt them and it's still not perfect for them. Yeah. And I think that egotistical stuff will catch up to them. I don't I think believe Google might be the one. Actually, now that I think about it, Google might be the cocky one. I don't like think we're Google, I, and we can I, just come in here. And I don't think Google's cocky right now. I don't. I don't believe Google's cocky at all. When I look at look at when I look at what Sony is doing, right? Not going, not doing a PSX, not going to E3, not doing crossplay. Like, you can say that not going to E3 was anything but egotistical, but I think they really believe that their messaging is solid, that they are on top of their game, they're in a place mm-hmm. where they can do what they want to do because we're Sony. I'm sorry. Skipping E3, to me, is a mistake. I'm not saying you have to do the press conference because Joseph and I were talking about this, and he was like, no, no, no. Like, what are they going to do? They're going to show the same two games again? No, I'm not saying show anything. You can mm-hmm. skip the press conference, but their biggest objective 
for the past year has been VR. They could have they could have filled that whole area that they rented out last year with VR booths. Yeah. And let people on that convention floor try VR once and for all. And they could have put a couple of great games that they have on VR in the booth, and I guarantee you they'd have had more people buying VR coming away from E3 than they do right now. Because right mm-hmm. now, I guarantee you, nobody walked out of that E3 convention and was like, I need PSVR. I, yeah. I personally think it was a mistake. I think that you take the opportunity to either you could have put demos out. Like, you're going to tell me that you couldn't have put a booth out to de- and, and had Death Stranding demo? Mm-hmm. People don't know what that game is. Yeah. So instead, you have games like The Outer Worlds dominating people's conversations, yeah. or Cyberpunk dominating the conversation, yeah. pre-orders out. Like, yeah, they really could have squashed a lot of the other conversation. I mean, Sean, Cyberpunk was on the Xbox stage. Yeah. You that think would that always have happened. But, 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 but you think that doesn't help or hurt a company? It helps. And granted, last year, it would have happened the same way. But you know yep. what the difference was from last year to this year? You didn't have the next day Sony coming out and showing mm-hmm. on a sizzle reel to go, hey, we got this game. I totally. guarantee you there is a huge portion of this country that believes that's coming to Xbox and that's it. Yeah. Now, the hardcore gamers, we know it's going to be know. all over the place. Yep. But I guarantee you there's a portion of the country that has no idea and right now are thinking that's an Xbox ex- exclusive. Yep. Because Sony has not come out once and said contrary to it. Mm-hmm. I think that is... I hope they I hope they lock that down, man. That's how the 360 was so successful for them. Yeah. Like, really strong third-party RPG. Yeah. Like, uh, Mass Effect is a great example of yeah. this. Like, you got to have a 360 for Mass Effect. you yeah. got to have a... I mean, it's too bad they didn't lock down the exclusives, but this is not an Xbox No, show. I, I know, but I'm just saying, ultimately, like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's where Sony made. Yeah, I don't even steps. know how we got on this path. I don't know either. We just kind of got yeah, off into it. just kind of just it happened. happened. It happened. It's a magical episode. Exactly. Um, last topic for the evening is from Todd Oxtra, and he said, Nintendo games rarely get sequels on the same hardware, but with Breath of the Wild getting a direct sequel, what other games deserve a direct sequel from any Nintendo era. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's a good question. Mario like, sixty five. No, um, you, need a, you need a direct sequel to Mario sixty four. No what do you no mean? You don't. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, Are you, you nuts? No, no, no. What? No. I'm shocked to hear you say that. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't get you at all. I don't even think I know you right now. Why? Everybody wants to jump into the paintings again. That's eh, the whole thing. You no. want to do the go back in and, and get all your coins nah. and the weird. I think we got everything we what? needed out of that king. I think we got everything we needed out of that king. Okay, I want Star Fox Three then. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, I think, in all seriousness, if I think back, I think we definitely would have. I prefer. I, I personally would have preferred. A true Super Mario World sequel. Uh, we got Yoshi's Island. That was not... I know they, they dubbed it Super Mario World 2. That was yeah. not Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Um, I think back then, I would have loved a true Super Mario World. Same thing with Link to the Past. I would have loved a true Link to the Past sequel. Oh, um, yeah. You know, So I think those two games are definite musts. Uh, Super Metroid, definitely deserved a, a direct sequel on that console because these are all mm-hmm. games that came pretty early and you would have had time to do sequels for them more or less um 
that's at least for those ones. I mean, we got Wii Sports, we got Wii Sports Resort, which were sequels, which I think that was the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me wanted a Twilight Princess too. Interesting, uh, because I felt like at that time, anyway, Twilight Princess was so fantastic, and Skyward Sword to me just fell off big time. I I feel like there was more. Like I I think that. Twilight Princess sort of achieved everything that it could have achieved, but like the sky was the limit, so to speak, with Skyward Sword. Yeah. Like they could have done so much more with the story that they opened up there with the relationship and then the skylofts yeah. and, and the birds and everything and the high and the low and everything. Like the the two worlds I thought were opened itself up to way I want more there. Yeah. Um and I just think that the game itself could have used tweaking, but a sequel they could have really learned a lot from there. And they'll probably never go back to that. And that makes me a little bit sad because I always yeah. wanted more out of that game. Yeah. I don't know that I... I mean, I went back to Twilight Princess and um, and quickly, I didn't spend nearly as much time as, no. I, as I wanted to. No. Uh, the next thing as I go through Zelda stuff, like Wind Waker, I don't even know how that game ends because I couldn't play it inverted. But I don't know what you... <laughs> <laughs> how, it, how could I not play inverted in that man. game? I don't know what to do. Come on. How, how can that be a, a hang up for you? That's what I want to do. Because I can't control it. I'm trying you to like, control do my fighting you're just, around you're and just I'm staring being, at the you're just, you're just being a baby. Just get good. Maybe. Man. Just get yeah, good. Maybe, maybe I am. Um, maybe I am, Bobby. You definitely are. Don't worry about it. Um, you get a lot of Kirby sequels. You piece of trash. <laughs> Too early. We do. We do get a lot of Kirby horrible sequels. We do get a lot. We do get a lot of Kirby sequels. So that is all. Thank you guys right. for uh, listening to another episode of the. If How we ran Nintendo, it? I was a How Nintendo. Every- <laughs> if we ran Nintendo podcast, um, we have one more topic that we are going to do that is Patreon exclusive. It's from Grouchy Surge, and he's saying, "If we ran Nintendo, how would you handle Animal Crossing and the angry?" Nintendo nerds from here until the release date. Uh, so that'll be an exclusive topic that if you want to hear it uh, for as little as $1 a month over on Patreon, you can get the episode a day early and also you can get the exclusive topic. Uh, for those that are interested, you can follow Sean Capri over on Twitter. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. You can follow me at Nintendo Gurus. That is all. Peace out, Preston. My name is Toby, and I love to play video games, and I hope you have tea and biscuits while you do it. <laughs>